0: It's Soccer Cards United for episode 78. This is the Soccer Card Podcast. My name is Jason. I am one of the hosts of the podcast. And uh, the other host is called Enzo. And Enzo was supposed to be broadcasting to us uh, this week uh, from Madrid. He was going to do a remote broadcast and phone into the show. Um, And half of that came through. You are doing a remote broadcast. You are phoning into the show, Enzo, but not from Madrid.
1: Yeah, and the sun is shining, as you can see, Jason. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, that is not the Spanish son. Um, yeah, I, the morning of my flight, I tested positive for COVID, Jason.
0: That is uh, very bad. I'm very sorry to hear that. And it was actually um, funny
1: because I had sold my Panini Treble Vinicius Jr. that I bought for £15. $15, sorry. Uh, sold that for 180, got flight tickets to Madrid to watch him play live. And I thought that was such a beautiful thing
0: that's right and yeah. now in the
1: end I bought a Panini treble for $15 sold it for 180 and ended up with no money because I couldn't even cancel or change my flights.
0: because it was so so uh, late in the day yeah
1: so I don't know if there's something poetic about that but um, yeah a great shame I'm hoping now that PSG Real Madrid is the worst game ever
0: yeah you don't want to see any kind of Champions League classic being played out with the Bernabeu
1: I'd be very sad if Messi rolls back the years
0: yeah that would be sad um well I, I are you are you feeling okay that's the main thing
1: yeah 50 50 um i'm better than i was yesterday which is a start um my immune system's doing its thing i mean i'm good enough to be here so <laughs> you're not forcing me to do this and um, no so I'm that's not right we should
0: say you're 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 here of your own volition yeah absolutely yeah okay that's good um well we wish you all the best and guess so what well soon.
1: How how are you doing
0: i'm good uh I was in Cork this weekend, slightly less glamorous than Madrid, but I I did uh, make it down to Cork, and um, I was uh, invited to a kind of a family occasion, Um, it was a family member's big birthday, so there was a trip down to Cork, and uh, I was like, I don't know if I can go, I mean, you know, I'm busy, my weekends are pretty full, and then they were like, it's a five star hotel, and I was like, I'll be there, no problem. (laughs) Um,
1: I'll be there. That's no problem. No problem at all. That's
0: no problem. Oh, oh, it's a five star hotel. Okay, great. Um, I'll, I'll turn up. Um, am I paying for it? Oh no, you're. Is it a big occasion? It's. I'll go. That's that's good. Um,
1: that's very good. I, I would like. I would go. It to was.
0: That. It was really good because it was like nothing to lose, you know. Mm. Um. So that was fun, and I just. Um, but I. Wa- I don't think I'd. I'd stayed. In a five star hotel before, maybe maybe once, but. Uh, I I was uncomfortable with the level of service that you get. <laughs> it was like so good. Glimpse into I the future, Jason. Maybe so. Yeah, that's right. Um, when we're at the uh, what was it called, the Wild Horse Pass <laughs> Hotel for the Topps Industry Conference. Um, but I did this. Obviously, the listener can't uh, see it, but and so you'll be able to see it. I was doing this hand motion a lot as people were giving me, you know, great kind of service and doing things for me. I kept doing this, like no like, it's okay like, do. not do I'll just put that bag down I'll, you know it's uncomfortable but um, still it was nice and um, I uh, yeah it was good weather was good so I'm back here now rejuvenated and ready to go
1: the weather has been good I'll say that as soon as now, I yeah. went into lockdown my window was just gleaming with sun and I'm not happy about it Spain is glistening in sun I feel very yeah. um, hard done by Jason
0: well it's March you know it's we're getting there.
1: Yeah, happy happy days.
0: Happy days. Uh, right. So, big show today. Absolutely. Um, We have to start off with an interesting story that was flagged to us by... I can't remember who it was flagged to us by, Um, but I'm just going to check real, real quick just because it is important because I actually didn't see it. It was on Sports Collectors Daily, but I didn't see it. That says a lot. in my... That says a lot in my you do, Oh, you're in
1: Cork. You see, that's why you can't have five-star hotels. You would have never missed a sports club. In a three-star stadium. hotel? No. You would have time to flick through the phone.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jake the Mailman, who is a oh, long-time him. listener, contributor. Can I say... Uh, so, Jake the Mailman... Yeah.
1: Jake the Mailman and Buzzing Paul are two of my favorite names I see on social media.
0: Yeah. You know, it's always going to be positivity when Jake the Mailman oh. or Buzzing Paul come it's up. It's just
1: going to be a good time.
0: Yeah. So... Jake the Mailman tweeted this at us and linked us to the to the article on sportscollectorsdaily.com where Rich Mueller had written a story and the headline was GTS Distribution Opens Warehouse in Europe. Nice. Now last week we were going we were talking about the Tops Industry Conference and who was live tweeting it at Go GTS Live, which is the podcast arm of GTS distribution. So now they're getting double play on the show to the two consecutive weeks. Jesus. These are big players. They're no joke. No, from having from going to... Ha- never We never talked about them ever before, and now we can't seem to put them down.
1: Yeah, back to back, nearly.
0: But GTS distribution is expanding into Europe. The company announced on Tuesday that it had opened a distribution facility in Dublin, Ireland. Oh. With a third-party logistics partner in Germany. You can just say DHL. It's okay. Um... <laughs> But that is, that's amazing. The company says the new warehouses will serve its customers throughout the European Union with a staff that's expected to reach five or six employees once the facility is fully operational. GTS distributes cards, supplies, games, and other hobby-related products for Tops, Panini America, Upper Deck, Ultra Pro, and other businesses. And David Reel, the Vice President of Sports and Entertainment and Strategic Global Development for GTS. Wow, that's a big... What a title. What a title. Do you think we could have a title like that someday? I hope so. You'd like to think so. Yeah, he sounds important. Um, He says, We are excited at the opportunity to grow the European market with the opening of our new regional distribution facility. The explosive growth and the popularity of the sports and entertainment collectibles category has allowed us to make this strategic move with the support of our licensed manufacturing partners. And uh, the facility and I will be servicing several existing stores in Europe and some breakers based there. They'll also play a role in helping get new shops off the ground. Um, they're also expanding overseas into China and Hong Kong.
1: Wow! Yeah, hobby expansion is is brilliant all around. Like that's the kind of story you like hearing.
0: We always talk about how we can never get. What jumps out to me there is um, Panini America and Upper Deck. Yeah. Uh, products just are not on. Uh, really hard to find in, in the EU. Absolutely. Um, slightly easier in the UK, I think, but in the EU, really hard to find uh, Panini America and Upper Deck products. So. I don't know. I mean, they're talking about uh, breakers. We're not breakers. talking about existing stores in Europe, SoccerCardsUnited.com. Sounds like it. Hey, pick up the phone, David real Vice President of Sports and Entertainment and Global Business Development for GTS.
1: Yeah. And uh, I don't know. They said, like, I don't know when that's actually going to be operational, you know, because sometimes big companies are like, we're doing that, and it's like, it'll happen in two years kind of thing. But um, if it's near future, because, again, five or six employees, which obviously is no small task but um mm. like could we be seeing some world cup prism is what i'm is what on my head's going easy access could in we europe get, yeah potentially i don't
0: know i don't know i don't know that's interesting though um we'll have to see so stay tuned for that that's very exciting
1: no i love that but
0: enzo what do you think a big distribution company like this going over and saying this has been an explosion of popularity in the eu uh, for this market does that get us longer? Or does that get us closer to our long term goal of being able to do other hobby related stuff in the uh, in the EU?
1: Yeah, I, I look at GTS and I say you're welcome. First of all,
0: yeah, for the work we've done here. Yeah, yeah, for
1: what we've done, we've, yeah. we we definitely put the flag in. Uh, you definitely chose the right country. Hopefully, PSA follows suit. Um, and yeah, we we will have you over for the international card show convention when when it's launched. Why not? Because you, you can live tweet GTS, that.
0: Are selling the. Oh, yeah. Imagine go. that. Us on the GTS Twitter feed, us on the stage giving the keynote address.
1: Yeah, we're not on the Twitter. Oh, we're on the Twitter feed. Yeah, we're not the ones tweeting. We're, on, we're pictures of us. yeah ho. Oh, oh.
0: You know, Jason and Enzo on. You know, we talk about Josh Luber on stage giving, you know. Oh, here's we, Jason could Enzo. Could we wear pajamas? Stage. Yeah.
1: Full oh, pajamas. Oh, my God. It's all happening. Maybe matching now. pajamas. No, that's too much.
0: So that's that. So welcome GTS to Ireland. We'll 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 give we'll reach out to the GTS if anyone knows anyone in GTS by the way, put them in touch with us. Cause we will meet them and take them out for drinks and show them around the town.
1: Oh my god. As soon as I'm not carrying COVID. As soon
0: as Enzo's not contagious, we'll get out there, take them out for dinner. Oh we'll take David Real out to dinner.
1: Oh, I already know where we're going to bring him.
0: Right. Great. Um Okay. So that's that. Now we talk about new releases on the show all the time. And because of the industry conference and some of the announcements that TOPS have had, um, they have had seemingly a huge amount of, of releases announced. So we're going to just kind of talk about a few TOPS products that are coming out. They've really turned on the printers in TOPS.
1: Yeah, I remember this uh, last year.
0: And are now printing as many different products as uh, they can. So, which is good because it mean well, it's good in one sense. It means that. Um, there's now a wider variety of products coming out under the different license, the top sold than ever before. So there should be something for everyone. Like for instance, the, uh, uh, the SPFL Scottish league, um, tops, 70 pounds sterling. I thought that was for brilliant. Scottish collectors.
1: I thought that was brilliant. Jason.
0: So did I, I saw some people talking about it. They like, oh, go, it's too expensive. Uh, this league isn't even good. I'm like, well, if that, that's not for you then it's, it's, the whole idea is that it's for fans of that league.
1: And for what it was, it was very cheap, in my opinion.
0: Because it's a chrome. Like, it was a good... Set. Yeah,
1: it's a top's Chrome. Very, um... Comes with a chrome autograph. Like, you can't knock that at £70. I thought that was a generous... Like, it was a good price. If it was cheaper than that, it would have been an absolute steal. £70, I thought, was really nice. I'm i mean Cheaper than
0: Match Attack's Bundesliga Chrome was this year.
1: There you go. No, I think so it's excited. huge. And I think it was a tester as well. I think there could be some some big shit to come from tops. I think that was, let's take a hardcore small league and see what happens. And I didn't necessarily to be yeah. honest. I didn't pay attention to did it sell out fast, did it not all that. But um, normally I would pay attention to that. So I'm I'm assuming it is definitely sold out. But um, I think that was a tester, a bit of a feeler, Jason, and it was exciting to see. Yeah,
0: I mean, I didn't really pay much of attention to a lot of the cards, and apart from the Celtic uh, cards, and yeah, of course, Robbie Keane was in there. That was nice. Yeah, uh, Henrik auto was in there. Um, Stilion Petrov, I think, had was in there as well. So, like, I don't know about the other teams, but certainly for uh, Celtic fans, there was lots and lots in there. And um, so there was that. Then there was, uh, just before we started recording, we saw a tweet from Topps. US. um, Topps US about the Topps Rookie League. Cup. uh, The Rookie Cup. All-Star Rookie Cup. So what this is, says Topps announces best young phenoms to first ever Topps ucl all-star rookie club the top rookies from last season will receive a rookie trophy designation on their base cards in this year's 2021-22 tops UEFA champions league collection which is the paper release is that right yeah
1: yeah but it could carry over to all like i don't know how it works like i think it's just paper
0: Yeah, because they didn't say Chrome. They just—it looks like basically it looks like an insert set for the paper product. Okay, okay. Um, so we don't really know what this was. We went to kind of found out, and basically, the Topps All Star Rookie Team is a set of baseball cards issued by Topps every year to commemorate notable Major League Baseball rookie players. So I think those are players that
1: genuinely get commemorated by the league as well for being like a standout rookie as well. So there's like merit to it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, like, they're basically um, it's very successful rookies that then in the following year's product will get a rookie, all-star rookie team card. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, it's good. I personally think that this insert set, what's really exciting about it to me, is less the inserts themselves and more the fact that this insert product will... Highlight how strong the rookie class is from last year. Like <laughs> on the picture they tweeted, you have Pedri, uh, Ron Gravenberch, Jude Bellingham, Anthony, uh, CDK. Did Curles Anthony Brown, have a rookie logo.
1: logo last year, though?
0: He did, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Well, of course his rookie is a, is a Brasileiro sticker. No, I know, but I, I wasn't sure. Logo. But can I also yeah, say
1: yeah. there's eleven there, which I assume makes up a team. No, I don't think they actually tried to fill the positions in that way, but um. I don't see Camavinga and I don't see Adiemi. Those two jump out straight away, which kind of shows again the strength of it that those two oh, are missing. I see
0: what you're saying. They are kind of picking a team here.
1: No, I don't think so because there's no defense. There's maybe one defender.
0: No, there is. There's 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 three centre halves. Back three. Hold on.
1: Oh, Garcia. I thought that was someone else. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Um. Or is there three centre halves or only no, 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 two?
1: No. Two. And loads of midfielders, which is very classic for their last yeah, year's Yeah, it's a
0: strange one. I mean, people in the reply are saying, like, this doesn't really apply to uh, to soccer. And I think, in a lot of ways, they're right. Um, Because this is one thing we talk about all the time. is like, rookies, there is no actual rookie system in soccer. Yeah. So it's like, you're already kind of forcing it by doing rookie, by picking a rookie. Like Anthony, you can say, oh, he's a rookie. But you're already forcing it. So it's almost like now you're going back again and saying, here's another layer of stuff from baseball that we're trying to superimpose. Yeah. And it just seems like a little bit like maybe stop trying to impose everything from other sports and just immerse yourself a bit more, you know. Yeah, like you can have an insert
1: set with a special logo, but that logo can represent something that's more so related to soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were in last year's Champions League team of the season, bada boom.
0: Yeah, why? That's exactly it. Why not just have a Champions League team of the season insert set? Yeah, agree. It's you. UEFA already do the work for you. It's a team of the season. You have the license. They, you don't just. Des- you have the license. You don't decide it. UEFA decide it.
1: You can say like after this year, if Sebastian Haller gets one, right? Because obviously yeah. he's been amazing. Um, and it depends if VAR, go, uh, whatever. But he's been scoring so many goals, right? Then next year you'd have like a special. Sebastian Haller card whereas like you'd never have a special Haller card you know what I mean so now a collector gives a fuck you know Um, especially because you can do that year in year out you're always going to have 11 players because again there's always a team of the year look at that idea but you
0: might not always have 11 good rookies yeah exactly so like
1: there you go free ideas again
0: from the lads it's just it's just one of those things where it's like I don't I don't doubt the uh, the intent the intention or anything like fine, good, but just like what for me that is when you're saying, oh, should we have a uh, an all-star rookie team in this year's uh, Champions League collection? That for me is like that's the first. That's where you start. Mm. You know, if you imagine everyone sitting around a table. Yeah, and somebody goes, oh yeah, that could be good. Well, someone needs I mean, to then push back. Ha- someone has to go like, well, do they have that? Like, do they? Does that make sense? You know does that make sense well no well, what do they have do but they have a team of the year okay. can I say
1: I don't see how this can happen next year which again just points to the strength of last year's chrome
0: that's kind of it yeah exactly
1: because yeah. it's like is there 11 this year and you start counting and you're like not really
0: yeah but like even like you look there all-star rookie Cup, Makoko is in there and you're telling me he's one of the all-star rookies from last season's Champions League no versus Adiemi versus Yemi or versus Kamavinga uh, Kamavinga well, I mean listen you Camavinga got Kamavinga led Rennes into the Champions League last season like.
1: yeah but Mokoku scored in the Champions League whereas Rennes got slapped to be fair mm. I mean Eric Garcia I look at him and kind of go eh, I
0: don't know was Eric Garcia not still at uh,
1: don't know. Man City last season don't know but listen
0: it's, it doesn't really make any sense yeah it's like that kind
1: of works but not really we see what you were have doing, to say, but not really. I do like...
0: If this was if this was Panini, we'd be slapping the shit out of him.
1: That's true. It's a very big trophy as
0: well. Yeah. No, not for me.
1: You know, it's close though. Like, I like the idea in terms of special, like, commemorating something, quote-unquote. Uh, yeah. But again, Champions League Team of the Year. Or, you know, if a player wins the golden ball, use that as an excuse to throw an insert of him.
0: Well, like, we have, like...
1: So... Like, Pedri. Pedri um, won the golden ball. Like, give him a fucking special card in Champions League Chrome, if you can. I don't know if um, the Ballon d'Or kind of prevents you from doing that. The French, it's very hard to know.
0: Okay, well, like... There is, like... UEFA have a technical observation team that all they do is watch matches back and decide who the best players were. Yeah. Like, so that's already been done. Like, the first... the organization that you've got, you've got, you've bought the license off, will tell you is doing all that work for you. You don't need to do any work. You just say, "Who is it this year?" They tell you, and then you just do it.
1: Yeah. Then you, you just, just get creative with the insert. Up.
0: Yeah, you just make, just you just draw the picture, like. But I don't think are they
1: is that an insert or are we saying every Mukoko card in that release will have that rookie cup because I think it's just the base cards are getting that little logo to kind of the same way a rookie. oh logo. yeah
0: no that's right yeah no you're right they're all just base cards with like a rookie logo yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's, yeah. Even <laughs> that's even worse <laughs> that's even worse
0: that's even worse
1: and it arguably gives significance to certain players second year card but no it's not no it's not it but like that's what the kind of purpose of it is i guess um right but yeah no no no, no. i think no. champions league team of the
0: year there is an idea yeah, back to the drawing board, lads. There you go. Uh, Champions League team of the year. Just do that next time. And uh, <laughs> just in future, even. Reach out to the lads. Just uh, reach out to us. And just ask us. And we'll just tell you.
1: <laughs> we'll just tell you.
0: We'll just tell you. Like, it's not a, not, not a secret. But... Um,
1: do you think okay. things get kind of like overthought? Like, I reckon they might have sat down for a while trying to pick out the 11. Or trying to, you yeah. know... But do you think it was kind of a... Lads, Stop! stop for a second here. Let's just do this.
0: I I don't know what I think they just basically thought, oh, we need to have we need to justify this this paper product that we never had before. Hmm. Um so we need to justify that. So let's just think of stuff we can put in it.
1: Yeah. And the word of rookie sells, I guess.
0: Yeah. But it's also so funny that like the first year that they're they're kind of not confident in the rookie class of this year's Champions League probably because they're realising there is no rookie class hmm. um, like that's not a thing the first year that that's like they have such a great year with rookies they're spoiled last year and then they get to this season and then they're like oh shit we have hardly any rookies what should we do oh well let's just do last year uh, kind of again
1: yeah even though they printed last year to the moon that which kind of impacted yeah. it anyway yeah no 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 no
0: if I wanted an early Ryan Gravenberg's card, I'd just go and get one of his, you know, billion rookie cards. Um Fair. So then before we go on to some other top stuff, I wanna go to Panini because we have the checklist now for Panini uh Premier League Prism. Yay. Uh this first off the line Dutch auction went down as far as $385 where it sold out I think it started at about twice that. Okay. Um so very very poor showing from their first off the line uh, Dutch auction shows the lack of appetite that they've built for this product, um through poor execution. Um they yeah. traditionally have very poor checklists, but let's Kind of just pick out a couple here and see, um,
1: and they have a good chunk of legends, which makes it unforgivable.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm just looking here at some of the base cards. We kind of I'll largely ignore the base cards because they're mostly just the squad, the squads of each. Uh, t- Mason Greenwood is still in the Manchester United uh, Prism checklist.
1: Not great. You should be Not on the great. Manchester United Prism checklist. There you go
0: that's very good no it's very very bad it's very very bad no it's very good Uh, (laughs) Club Legends signature set right so the Club Legends set checklist uh, for Arsenal to start off we have uh, number one Arsenal Robin Van Piercy I love that yeah love it now whether Arsenal fans would still want a Robin Van Piercy auto after he went to Man United that's their own choice that's true Uh, Frank Lampard for Chelsea Gary Lineker for Spurs yeah fine Uh, David Beckham for Man United Alan Shearer for Newcastle Ruud van Isteroy for Man United. Lee Dixon for Arsenal. Fair enough. Strong uh, kind of 90s uh, player. Um, Wayne Rooney for uh, United. the Jens Lehmann for Arsenal. And Jurgen Klinsmann for Tottenham. That's a pretty solid yeah, yeah. club legends auto checklist for sure. Um, then we have our dual signatures uh, set checklist. So for Man City we have Kevin De Bruyne and Phil Foden. Great. Yeah. Uh, Hyunmin Son, Harry Kane for Tottenham. Fantastic. Perfect. Uh, the Czech um, The Czech combination Of Thomas Suchek And Vladimir Sufal For West Ham nice. Love that I mean you might want to see Like Declan Rice Or something And Thomas Suchek But I think just because It's like They're both from Czech Republic Sufal and Suchek That it's kind of Fun Fun Ben Chilwell Mason Mount for Chelsea uh, Yeah Fine I mean I would have preferred They're good friends I do know that though They're good They're good mates <laughs> um, Bamford and Rafinha For Leeds Man United, Anthony Martial, Donny van de Beek, terrible. Shocking. Shocking. Um, neither one at the club, currently.
1: No, that's really bad.
0: That's really bad. That's something for me, that's something that you catch. You're supposed to catch that.
1: It's one of the biggest clubs. No, like no, 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 no. no, no, no. That's, yeah. that's no, no, no. Un, unacceptably bad.
0: You couldn't give me Rashford and Pogba. You couldn't give me Fernandez and Cristiano. You couldn't give me Harry Maguire and... Luke Shaw anybody literally anyone that plays I'm Luke Shaw would be terrible as well but I understand no but you know what I mean no it's yeah it's yeah.
1: like they got the lads uh, that were on the bench here signed this real quick you're not doing on
0: yeah Connor Cody, Raul Jimenez for Wolves that's fine uh, Matty Cash and Ollie Watkins for Villa um, yeah Coutinho would have been nice but I guess
1: that was a bit late probably a late addition
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ben Mee and James Tarkowski for Burnley that's that's great actually that's yeah. two iconic set to half uh, iconic set half pairing
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, Isaac Hayden and John Joe Shelby for Newcastle United I would like to see Alan Sam Maximan maybe in there but Almeron Almeron um, Joy and Linton, Joe Linton. having a yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah. time for the minute Joe Willock you know loads Um, okay I'll just go through I'll just pick a couple of other ones there's a flashback autographs check- set checklist so you've got Clint Dempsey for Spurs Landon Donovan for Everton, so there's two Americans, that'll have some appeal. Yeah. Uh Aiden Jekko for Man City. People forget he had an absolutely amazing record at City. Yeah. Um Joe Ledley for Palace. Alright. Uh Fandazar for United. Okay. Um The main signatures checklist is not fantastic. P- Enzo, name a Premier League player you'd like to see on the checklist?
1: On just the main checklist,
0: the main auto checklist, auto checklist.
1: Rashford. Um.
0: No, Ar- I could do you, Aaron wambasaka
1: Donnie <laughs> um, Donny Van der Beek. Okay, I get a Donny Van der Beek. I'm trying to think of Bruno Fernandez.
0: Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, go on. No, Cristiano Ronaldo. I have
1: that's fine that's, I'll, I'll accept yeah. that um,
0: for Tottenham Hotspur there's Gio Lo Celso no longer at the club he's at um, he's at Villarreal
1: they have Lukaku autos don't they I mean he's not even there no he is what the fuck
0: he's at Chelsea yeah Yeah, he just yeah,
1: had yeah. his fallen out my apologies
0: Pulisic is in there for Chelsea Callum Hudson to die it's not great anyway
1: <laughs> not great it's
0: not great anyway and um, then there's some inserts. Oh the color blasts Um fine Emergent Uh Greenwood again pops up on the emergent uh set checklist. Not great. Not great. Uh just loads of different uh there's wi- widescreen, vigor, scores, club, instant we be- impact.
1: We believe that, that w- that's the reason for the delay in Merlin ninety seven. Yeah. Because we got an update from Tops on on their Twitter saying that um, Merlin ninety seven will be in hand to ship out on twenty third by themselves uh, of this month, so another two weeks time. Um, there was some changes to the checklist, and we assume that is um, Greenwood be Mason
0: Greenwood coming out of it. Yeah. Um. One interesting thing in terms of the Prism checklist was people were wondering. Slim pickings for rookies, as it always is in the Premier League. People were wondering, is uh, Harvey Elliott going to have a uh, RC logo for Liverpool? The answer is yes, he does have an RC logo uh, for Liverpool, which is strange because he does have a Premier League tops now, I want to say, in a Fulham kit from about three years ago.
1: Yeah, but if if I'm panini, I'm ignoring that as well.
0: Yeah, but I suppose doesn't make any sense though because he's already played in the premier league for another team
1: yeah, yeah, yeah no, i agree with that
0: so there is no argument to say that he's a rookie
1: if you were doing a good job premier league prism three years ago would have had him yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah instead of probably um, bobby zamora
0: or well, <laughs> uh right so that's that okay then, last thing I wanted to draw your attention to, Enzo, was um, we knew that Tops were getting the UEFA license. Yeah. Um, and which is good because Panini have made a bit of a, a dog's dinner of the Euros license, and immediately Tops flying out of the gates. Forget about any set for the European Championships. Um, it's there's sets coming out for the Nations League, the UEFA Nations League, and for the Under Twenty One Euros. We're getting a Bowman set for the Under Twenty One Euros. That's fucking great. If people don't know what Bowman is, um, I'll read you the description on the 2021 Topps Bowman Baseball Hobby Box. Uh, collect the entire 100-card base set featuring a mix of active stars and rookies along with the 150-card prospect set showcasing an array of upcoming talents and a player's first Bowman is generally like considered to be a pre-rookie card.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I think that's such a smart way to do that. The under-21s is genius. Yeah.
0: So it's, you can still, you can print a first bowman for somebody at the under 21 euros. And then if they make the World Cup squad, you know, later on, in two years' time or a year's time, you can give them an R.C. in the World Cup. It, like, it actually it does have a kind of an internal logic to it. So it sounds great, but then you kind of think to yourself, well, who are we going to be getting in these sets? You know, what kind of players are at the under 21 euros? Yeah. So I thought an interesting way to do that would be to... Um, read you the teams of the tournament and some of the award winners of the last three under 21 Euros and you can tell me can how I say, much their cards would be worth today
1: off the top of my head just by saying that links back to what we said earlier imagine if they do that set and they do it all the time for the under 21 international tournaments. you could take these team of the tournaments reproduce the cards when a player is probably still in his pre-rookie phase and you could add your little team of the tournament logo to it as well as an insert set Mm. To the following products, so there, there you go. Okay, tell me. Um, so we we'll
0: start for last year. Okay, um, and is the under twenty-one
1: euros? How frequently does that take place again?
0: It's every f- two years. Every two years. Okay. Yeah, and um, because it's such a high turnover of players, or something, I suppose. Um, anyway, so after this team tournament, tournament, these team tournament, tournament are selected by the UEFA technical observers, who I spoke about earlier. So last year. We have um, the player of the tournament was Fabio Vieira, the Portuguese midfielder, plays for Porto. Um, I believe he has a rookie card for Porto from last season in Merlin or something. Um, So the team of the tournament, the three goalkeepers are André Vlad from Romania, Diogo Costa from Portugal, and Marco Carnesechi from Italy. Then uh, defenders, you have... David Rahn so the whole sorry I should say for the listener the whole purpose of this exercise is just listen through and see how many of these names you recognize and I haven't I haven't done any research on this like on who these players are because if Enzo and I don't recognize them it's kind of like a litmus test as to how recognizable their names are
1: okay Diogo Costa jumps out to me straight away as the goalkeeper for Porto
0: Yeah, Uh, David Rahm, uh, the German defender. Diego Kiros, the Portuguese defender. Nico Schlauterbeck, who has been one of the best defenders in Germany this season, playing for Freiburg. And I would expect him to make a big move sooner rather than later. He's not scoring goals,
1: has he not? Anyway. Uh,
0: Mads Beck-Sorensen for Denmark. Per Schürz for uh, the Netherlands. He's always linked to uh, other clubs out of uh, Holland. Victor Nelson for uh, Denmark. Riedel Baku for Germany. He's always linked to bigger moves as well. I think he was actually in the Euro squad then. I think who was at the Euros as well, or is going to the World Cup or something. Uh, Jorge <laughs> Cuenza for Spain. Fabio Biveri mentioned. Danny De Witt for the Netherlands. Gonzalo Villar for Spain. Uh, Vitinha, also another Porto midfielder that was at Wolves for a brief spell and is now back in Portugal. Uh, Nicholas Dorsch uh, for Germany. Denis Makarov for Russia. Arnie Meyer for Germany. Uh, Lucas Nemecha, who was the golden boot winner uh, and who has... Is he a rookie in this year's um is he a rookie in this year's Bundesliga products for Dortmund? I can't remember, but he could be. Or not for Dortmund, for Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg, sorry. Um Jacob Brun Larsen for Denmark, Danny Mata from Portugal and Javi Prado from um Spain. That tells so me Portugal
1: and Denmark did well in that tournament, Jason.
0: Yeah. So I suppose like for that one It's hard to tell because it's under €21 and it was just last year. So they haven't had lots of time to...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can I say, just by hearing that, because there was a few names that did jump out to me. um, But I think it just perfectly captures what a Bowman release will be in soccer. Yes. In that that set could come out, say if it came out for that, that Euros, that set could come out. And maybe in three years you'll look back at it and go, holy shit, there's six rookies in here that are nuts. But yeah. when when it comes there, everyone it's prospecting. You're just opening opening the boxes, having fun. You don't know what's going to happen, but there is just so many prospects. But I do think I remember some of the under twenty one euros that I've watched, and you'll probably get to it as you go down this list. Um, I think it's it's going to be one of them sets that's just fun to prospect with, but that at some stage you'll look back on and kind of be like, "Holy fucking shit!" It's
0: yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it's like one of those things where you don't um like. People talk about prospecting in the in the way Champions League set, and it's like if someone's playing in the UEFA Champions League, it's not necessarily prospecting. Like it's no, they're, they're, they're made they've it. made it,
1: yeah. And I am mean, just thinking back to like the Spanish team that kind of dominated um the world stage, like they came through together at every every kind of yeah. age group. So I, I just wonder, yeah. No, sorry, continue the list. Um, this I mean, is I'll just, really exciting. Way,
0: I'll, I'll just pick a couple of other players from that couple of the players that got a couple of goals, um. Florian Vert scored two goals in that under 21 euros.
1: Can I actually say, you're obviously picking out the team of the tournament, which isn't necessarily going to be. like They, they performed the best within yeah, but the tournament.
0: Yeah, you have not You recognise goal scorers as well.
1: Exactly, and just the checklist could still be stacked with players, as you've just said, yeah. Florian Verts. which, for example, would have been an amazing to have a Bowman chrome of him.
0: That's an interesting one, because Florian Verts, as we know, has Bayer Leverkusen cards going back as far as 2019, 2020. He had rookie cards, you know, had the RC logo on a couple of his cards from 2020. 2020, 21 for the Jewish year, um, and he's there, and he would have had a Bowman, first Bowman, but he would have already had a rookie card, which is interesting. Um, and that'll be true of some of these players as well. Gianluca Camaco at Sassuolo, uh, Francisco Concesao, Francisco Trincao. Um, you recognize uh, Matteo Guendouzi, Ebieze, Curtis Jones for England. There's loads of them, right? So that was last year. Fun. Then we go to 2019, and this is really interesting because 2019 is almo- their team of tournaments almost completely made up of uh, Germans and Spaniards. Who was the the uh, final? The final, yeah. So in 2019, the player of the tournament was Fabian Ruiz, played okay. for Napoli, and um, the Golden Boot winner was uh, Luca Waldschmidt, who is the German forward that plays for Benfica at the moment. Um, and so the goalkeeper was Alexander Nubel uh, on loan from Bayern Munich at Monaco at the minute, uh, Lucas Klostermann of Orbi Leipzig, Jonathan Ta of Bayer Leverkusen, hey, uh, Jesus Vallejo, on loan from Real Madrid somewhere else in Spain, Benjamin Heinrichs, German fullback, uh, Fabian Ruiz, Mohammed Dahoud, or Mahmoud Dahoud, who you know from Dortmund, yeah. uh, Danny Olmo, you know Danny Olmo, he's at the World <laughs> Cup last year, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, was the World Cup last year Euros last year sorry Euro Euros um, luca Walshman and Danny Ceballos who's the very amateur player that we know from Arsenal and all that stuff mm-hmm. and uh, notable goal scorers Anything? and George uh, Puskas uh, yeah okay let's see notable goal scorers wow Walshman got seven goals and the next was uh, George Puskas uh, let me see Federico Chiesa there you go from 2019 scored 3 goals Danny almost scored 3 goals 2 goals was Bojama
1: would Tonali have been been at that tournament probably
0: probably some of the other goal scorers Phil Foden Tammy Abraham James Madison Reese Nelson
1: oh that's going to be such a fun product Jason
0: Nico Barella Uh, can you
1: picture all these as Bowman chrome cards
0: I know it'd be so cool it's very, very cool.
1: Nah, I love it. It's such a smart way to integrate Bowman into soccer.
0: And then I'll go to uh, twenty seventeen. We we'll do one more because this is kind of fun, actually. Mm. Um. So. And the, the further
1: back you go, the more we know.
0: Yeah. Did so they... the player of the tournament in twenty seventeen was Danny Ceballos, who was also on the player. It was also in the mm. team of the tournament. That's interesting. Years later. Would he
1: end up with two Bowman Chrome's?
0: Yeah, but he won't have the first ball. Oh, yeah, first ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Look at those learning. Uh, and The golden boot winner was Atletico Madrid's Saul.
1: Oh, he was fantastic before he, he was stopped fantastic. being fantastic.
0: Uh, so, goalkeeper Julian Pollersbeck for Germany. Uh, Jeremy Toljan in defence for Germany. Milan Skriniar, the Inter Milan uh, centre-half in there for Slovakia. Was Italy in uh, the final
1: of that one? I remember Spain. I check. No, Germany,
0: Germany and Spain. Okay, great, great. Spain Beach in the semi-final.
1: Yeah, bastards. I think sell uh,
0: Let me see here. Nicholas Stark and Yannick Gerhardt, also Germans, also in defence. Maxi Arnold, hmm. uh, the German midfielder. He was brilliant at the tournament, I remember him there. Danny Ceballos, Max Meyer, who everyone thought was going to be a brilliant uh, player and ended up going to uh, Crystal Palace and then ended up going to Turkey and all this stuff it hasn't worked out for him. But at the time, if you got a Max Meyer low number parallel, you would have been like, Oh, this kid's the shit.
1: Yeah, as yeah. you know? happened. Can I say, we're seeing a lot of Germans throughout both, yeah. But I think, as we've seen with Phil Foden being on one, Chiesa being on one, Florian Verts obviously he is German being on one, not necessarily the team of the tournaments are, are the players of yeah. the of the tournament.
0: Saul, Federico Bernadeschi, and Marco Asensio.
1: Marco Sensio had huge hype at twenty. Yeah. So,
0: this is an amazing list to go through some of the goal scorers. <clears throat> Five goals was Saul um, uh, for a top scorer. Then we had uh, the Portuguese forward Bruma, who now plays for PSV Eindhoven. Um, the Marco Sensio, Federico Bernadeschi, uh, Domari Gray, uh, Patrick Schick was there, he scored. Bruno Fernandes was there in 2017. The Gonzalo Guedes, Daniel Podence, Jared Delafeu, Iñaki Williams, Denis Suarez, Lorenzo Pellegrini, Domenico Berardi, Serge Gnabry, uh, for the English lads, Nathan Redman, Jacob Murphy, Alfie, Alfie Mawson, Lewis Baker, Tammy Abraham. Um, so, like, it's so cool. Like, these are like some of the, the players that we all now know. Some of them, you know, like, for instance, Lewis Baker, the Chelsea youngster who everyone thought was going to be it and then wasn't. And yeah. then there was Players like Patrick Schick that only scored one goal and he's now maybe the top scorer in this year, apart from Lewandowski, top scorer in this year's Bundesliga. So like, and and was a top scorer at the Euros, the actual Euros last year. So this is going to be a really fun set. To be honest, I love this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, no, this is we 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 are kind of we we've always been hardcore with football and we geek out on the under, 21 Euros and yeah, under twenty one Euros. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. So. To, to just have a set at the same time i think like with the, the buzz you get from a Premier League prism is the same style buzz on a smaller scale that we're gonna have for under twenty one uh, european championship just another way to really really enjoy what is always a really fun tournament
0: yeah no completely um yeah I like that a lot i like that a lot i love that as if we that. needed any more any more excuse to 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 watch and um, the under twenty one euros um I think that's it in terms of Hobby HQ. That was a lot of card talk. Um, that's true. I think that's all I had for that. Let's talk about some football. Um. Okay, we'll start with a big match that I assume you saw, Enzo, which was the Manchester Derby. Yes. I caught
1: most of it, not all of it, would you believe?
0: I would believe that. Uh, 4-1 to Manchester City. Um, we had goals from uh, two goals from Kevin De Bruyne two goals from Riyad Mahrez and then a goal from Manchester United by Jadon Sancho
1: i seen the first three goals live yeah.
0: ok um, KBD uh,
1: cleaning up some shoddy defending
0: running the show great goal by um, Sancho great goal by Sancho uh, who then kind of didn't couldn't decide whether he was celebrating or not celebrating being a former Manchester City youngster um, so kind of just ended up kind of just shrugging his shoulders and kind of going like, I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this was a very crazy game in terms of just the dynamics that we've been used to seeing. Because although Man City have been dominant over the last you know, 10 years in in uh, England, um, overall he's going to show us, show us and also um, Jose Mourinho's time the Manchester derbies were always quite tight even when City were running away with the league and and Manchester United couldn't beat anyone else. They were always quite tight. This was completely different. Um, In the last 15 minutes of the match, I think Man City had 92% of the possession and Manchester United had 8% of the possession. It was pathetic from United. Yeah. Can I just
1: say that the first Riyad Mahrez goal was amazing.
0: Yeah, and Riyad Mahrez had never scored against Manchester United in the Premier League before.
1: Damn. You know, it was really bad. Um you have to don't know do you question the team do you question the manager slash sports director being used as a manager um, yeah, I think they're I mean, a lost cause and just need a full on revamp instead of just buying one or two big players they need to completely scrap what they're doing and just start from scratch
0: it was very strange it was really very strange to watch United Cristiano Ronaldo nowhere to be found um, mm. apparently was told that he wouldn't be starting and then yeah, can we say this re- time
1: nowhere to be found not because he was on the pitch North yes, account. that's he right. Wasn't in the squad.
0: Wasn't in the squad. Um, and was posting photographs of of going himself going to Portugal uh, on match day and all that stuff. Edison Mad. Cavani also ruled himself out of <coughs> the squad. Um and who was left to play up front for, for United was Bruno Fernandes and uh Jadon Sancho. Yeah. Uh, and it was just weird and they weren't pressing properly and the first half was quite even but then the second half United just never kind of came back out and City, City have this really weird thing where you look at them and they almost like are the best team in the world but you can't I don't know they're like they're so good it's almost impossible to ha- to, I don't know get, get into them or something
1: <laughs> they're just good
0: they they're just, like, robotically good. Like, they just, they don't seem to stop running. They don't make mistakes. They recover the ball. They all press together. They're good they at passing. Seem to, they're good at passing. They seem to have men all over the pitch. There's always a spare man.
1: Always overlapping. I think Pep
0: has has just created, like...
1: A good system.
0: A super team. It's like...
1: Mm. But it's weird as well, because they don't really have the out-and-out striker. So it's, like, a bit tootless, even though they have goal scorers all over the pitch.
0: Um, yeah, they, they you know you never you can never tell who's going to score for them. Yeah, but they always win, They can always win games five six 0 four one in this case. Yeah, like, yeah, They just have goals from all over the pitch. Jack Grealish, um, Phil Foden started kind of like as a false nine kind of thing to drift out, and Jack Grealish was on the left wing. Bernardo Silva was behind him in the left of midfield tucking in, and then João Cancelo was overlapping at left full back. So you've Cancelo. Bernardo Silva, Jack Grealish, and Phil Foden all overloading on uh, Aaron Wan Bissaka, and at <laughs> one point they looked like they looked like just bullies. They just were just bullying him off the ball, like little Phil Foden at one point just bodied him and threw him to the ground. Aaron Wan Bissaka, who we were all told was like
1: the defensive maestro. a
0: no nonsense defender.
1: No, he's he jogs too much as well.
0: Yeah, they all jog too much actually. As yeah. Well. Rashford and Lingard came on and weren't weren't interested.
1: You know know, you're in a bad bad spot, have been for a while, but they need a full revamp.
0: Yeah, Um, and I I don't really see any team beating City, which we never do until somebody does beat them.
1: Yeah, and the Champions League always happens.
0: Yeah, every season we go City are just incredible. I don't see how anyone could beat them and then somebody beats them in the Champions League.
1: And they always beat them. They, they, They look like a really bad team when they get smashed
0: yeah exactly so they, they don't so look I don't know <clears throat> I think it's because you don't we like when you look at City and it's working really well it's almost like for me whatever Pep is doing it's so far beyond what I can understand like it's so like, it's like so far beyond my comprehension what Pep Guardiola is doing with this team that when it's working I can't tell why it's working and then when it's not working I can't tell why it's not working Mm. It's just like it's almost like he's playing a different sport or something. It's like it's like watching football in another language.
1: Fair. No, it's you know? weird. And he does it everywhere he goes.
0: Yeah. But I think he's he stayed at Man City now longer than he stayed at Barcelona or Bayern Munich by a couple of years. Um and he's reached a new level of Pep Peposity. <laughs> um, All he
1: needs is the Champions League.
0: Yeah, and then he'll be able to I don't know become his final form and just become pure of energy and, and take and over AC Milan
1: bring us back oh. to the glory days there you go is that is
0: that the dream go to
1: Italy yeah take over Milan
0: hmm.
1: make us do things we never thought could be done
0: yeah uh Leicester City beat Leeds United in Jesse Marsh's American Jesse Marsh's full uh or first game in charge um so, but apparently they were much better. Uh, Christian Pulisic scored, just in a bit of American watch. Christian Ooh. Pulisic scored for Chelsea um, as he beat Burnley 4-0. Uh, Liverpool won again. Bayern Munich only drew one all against Bayern Leverkusen at home. And they have their game against RB Salzburg in Munich on Tuesday night. They haven't been in good form since Salzburg uh, held them to a draw in Salzburg. Can Adiemi and co. do it, Enzo?
1: No, because Adiemi is not in the Rookie Cup, Jason.
0: Mm. If mm. he was that good, he would have been in the All-Star Rookie Cup yeah, If he was going to be
1: able to knock Bayern Munich out of the Champions League, then surely he would yeah. have a Rookie Cup logo. Yeah,
0: definitely. You didn't, you didn't,
1: think, you didn't think of that?
0: No, it, the logic is simple. Is uh, however, ready yeah, to go. Ready to go, for sure. Um, Bayern, I think, will... Hockey somebody at some point, but I don't, I'm not going to make any predictions for Tuesday. I think it'll <laughs> be a good game anyway. Eduardo um, Camavinga scored on uh, Saturday against Real Sociedad, uh, which was fantastic to see because there was an injury to uh, Tony Crow, so he couldn't play. So Camavinga started in midfield with Modric and Casemiro and held his own very, very well. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, what else? Oh, PSG got beaten by uh, Nice and uh, no one back because he was suspended but needs to be PSG and you would feel like based on the fact that we always talk about how PSG are getting beaten by beating people in France it feels like they should be like pretty close but they're still like 16 points clear in France or something yeah
1: makes no sense
0: maybe it's because we only ever talk about them when they get beaten
1: that's true that is very true they're Come always on. rattled when they get beaten though they are yeah, they get they such abuse from like every other team in France
0: yeah and Le, Quip, Le Quip is always like, one, two, zero, all this. <laughs> um, then, oh, Atletico Madrid beat Real Betis in Seville on Sunday night. And Israel Felix uh, scored hey. a brace. So he's in flying form going into the next week's uh, second leg against Man United.
1: Can I say, going into the first leg, you thought United you know, were going to beat you over two legs because of the, the narrative? Yeah. The state they're in now. And user are in some yeah. state, but user are definitely improving. How do you do? You see a difference now? More no, because confident. what's happened is I'm <laughs> the actually, narrative has just thickened.
0: It's it, the narrative is even more. It, it, all, the narrative has only gotten stronger. <laughs> it's now even more set up for United.
1: A, a Ronaldo hat trick.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ronaldo hat trick under Can the I lights say, at Old Trafford.
1: I think, as an Atleti fan, I think you've just seen too much of of Ronaldo, and I think that you're incorrect <laughs> in this instance, and I think you will beat them
0: you think I'm just basically scarred and like yeah. afraid you're
1: like no it's gonna happen again the, the, the thing that happens is yeah. gonna happen
0: yeah that I mean there's 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 no doubt and there is a superstition to it like I can't even bring myself to believe for one second because that's the only way Atletico Madrid can operate is there's the no believe. way we can do this nobody expects us to do this we are the underdogs as mm. soon as we say go out there and beat them you should beat them that's when it's you're over fucked. okay okay yeah. And so there was a huge win for your AC Milan last night at the oh, yes. uh, or the Stadio Diego Maradona Yep. Uh, in Napoli. Olivier Giroud, with a crucial goal, takes Milan, top of the league.
1: Yeah, Inter have a game in hand, um, but we're top of the league. It's a beautiful place to be, Olivier Giroud. It's as beautiful a place as Giroud's face is, if that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's. it's, I don't know. I feel like we were here last year, you know. We were here last year. Yeah. Inter ran away with it in the end, so I don't want to get too too pleased, but it's always beautiful to see us in a position where Champions League football, at least, will be secured, um, and potentially a first league first league title since 2012.
0: Very exciting. Ten games left. If Inter win their game in hand, they'll be one point ahead with ten games to go. Ah. That's a very... Europe's most exciting title race this season is happening in Italy. Um, it's
1: very stressful. But can just I say? The, yeah. I just want to have a quick look at the remaining fixtures. Okay. Yeah, they still have to play Fiorentina, Juventus, Roma. We've played each other twice already. Yeah. I don't know. The win in the, in the last derby was a big one for ourselves. But we do have a second last game of the season against Atalanta, followed by a final game of the season against South Swallow. So...
0: Mm, yeah. and Sassuolo do tend to uh, do really well against the big sides
1: yeah and we also have a Lazio game and a Fiorentina game in the mix but yeah it's very tight very close I'm a bit scared but I'm also very excited
0: hmm Um. so then looking ahead to Tuesday we have Bayern Munich and Salzburg as we discussed it's one all going in to the uh, second leg
1: with no away goals anymore
0: no away goals anymore and then Liverpool host it to Milan Um on Tuesday night at Anfield Inter are I think two goals down from the second leg or from the first leg I should say is that right let me check that yeah and Inter are completely focusing on the league I don't expect any upsets mm. at Anfield on Tuesday I'd love an
1: upset at Anfield I'd love them to go very deep in the Champions League
0: yeah but I don't think it's going to happen and then on Wednesday <coughs> we have Man City hosting Sporting Lisbon they beat Lis- Sporting Lisbon or Sporting 4-0. Club de Portugal 5-0 was it or something like that 6-0 um, yeah and uh, I would expect him to do something similar and then we have Ray a Amiduri. bullshit game
1: that is going to be the worst game ever
0: that's right and no, one, no one will enjoy Real Madrid for his PSG least of all those who have made it to the stadium
1: yeah those who made it to the stadium have paid too much for their tickets and are going to regret everything because it's going to be a boring game
0: so it's 1-0 to PSG going into this
1: it's so well poised I'm so angry
0: um Real Madrid were very defensive in the first leg and were only undone uh, by a piece of Kylian Mbappé magic. Uh, and now, PSG are going, we just heard this afternoon, that Mbappé is a doubt for Wednesday's game.
1: Mine games. Mind games, how about that?
0: Yeah. Or did Florentino Perez say, uh, you hurt your ankle for Wednesday, I'll put an extra 20 million in your contract. <laughs> Who knows? Oh God. Who knows? No, um, I think it's
1: mine games. We'll see him yeah, you know what? It's not, maybe, no we maybe we won't Maybe we won't see him and I'm, that's why I'm happy I'm not going here with that. Right. <laughs> right. But, uh
0: right. Whatever you need to tell yourself. I'm very sad. Yeah, but it's okay. Um there's some good games as well coming up in the uh in the Europa League, Porto Leon, that's a big one kind of traditionally. Um Sevilla West Ham. Atalanta, Bayer Leverkusen, Florian Vert love to play against Atalanta. Oh, yes. Um, so, it's exciting week. European football is back once again.
1: Can I say, I've never been looking forward to it around a match match days in a very long time because I am just isolating in my bedroom. So, I'm like, From oh, yes. From COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. COVID. So, I'm like, oh, yes, feed up. And I hope I don't sound too sick on, on this, this episode. Um, but, yeah, no, feed up. It's going to be an absolute binge.
0: That's good. That's great, I would say. I would go so far as to say that's great. <laughs> um, Can I get a prediction on Real Madrid versus PSG? Who
1: goes through? Apart from the fact that it'll be a terrible game, I think Real Madrid... I don't know. I See, I'm kind of scared because there's no way goal, so I don't know how that dynamic will play out, but I'd like to think Real Madrid could get an early goal and a stadio, the fucking Bernabeu is going to be rocking and i think psg i think it's going to be carnage i think that game is going to be fucking carnage i think there's going to be red cards there's going to be people going mad there's going to be whistles from the bernabéu crowd i'm hoping it's a real madrid win out of just the carnage of it all like if Mm. if psg show up and get two goals now it's three nil on aggregate and the real madrid crowd just starts whistling real madrid like that's boring but i think we're going to see a fucking shit show
0: i think karen Benzema. Is going to be extra motivated against French <coughs> opposition when he knows the eyes of Fre- the French footballing world will be uh, looking on on his home, the Bernabeu, his adopted footballing home, and he's going to show them what they were missing all those years mm. um, when he was out with the national team. And uh, if there's no Mbappe, I give PSG no chance. But Do we, we think Messi seen- could show up?
1: Do you think Messi yeah. could have a huge game? Because to be honest, that's I mean, what I would love to see happen.
0: Messi has been doing basically nothing in the league, um, conserving his energy for the Champions League. Uh, we know he has had good times in the in the Bernabéu, many of them over the years. Most recently, I think the most recent iconic moment in the Bernabéu was when he took off his jersey and held it. Yeah, you know, with with it, with his name facing back in front of the Bernabéu crowd. Um, Something like that again would be would be amazing. Obviously Neymar has priors there as well. So it's a proper uh classic No fuck
1: off. It's gonna be a classic and I'm gonna start crying while I watch it.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. We'll get you we'll get you a zoom filter or something and you can pretend. You can pretend like you're in Madrid.
1: No, I'm very sad.
0: I just gonna check my little uh my little kind of uh running order here no that, 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 that's everything that's it that's it oh 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 we should say if you're listening this long uh, we have a couple of new things up on SoccerCardsUnited.com oh um, that's true we have NFL
1: so, blasters as well might I add
0: Uh, multi-packs not, not, sorry sorry yeah. yeah just don't get excited everyone um, <laughs> but more and, importantly than that yeah give, uh, Pearl some Pearl
1: we made for Champions League Pearl and some pre orders for Topps Chrome Formula One just ahead of the restart of the Formula One season and the Drive to Survive season, more importantly.
0: Yeah. We managed to get our hands on some Formula One uh, Chrome, so we're putting it up a pre order before it's released because we're you know, when, when it's released we'll get some. Uh, so that's good. So you head over there if you need to. That's good, I say he says. Um and, yeah, we'll see you next week. then, Or we'll see you on Thursday for our Postcards United. Um, and everyone send Enzo your your, your, uh, your best wishes and tell him to get well your soon. Your get
1: wells, yeah. I got a few. Someone said uh, on Instagram, because I put the, the a- positive antigen test on the story, and someone said, I thought Enzo was pregnant for a second. Get well soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Enzo, here's one.
1: That's a man who has had some scares in his past can yeah. I say
0: he, he sees one home <laughs> testing kit and he's ah! freaking
1: out Enzo's pregnant no doesn't even um, logically anyway
0: what of all of the dual class rookies yes if you had a son what uh, name would you give him you can only choose from the first names of dual class rookies No, oh, that's difficult because surname is damn
1: and do they have to be based can it just be based on liking the name?
0: Oh yeah, no, just on liking the name. It doesn't have to be anything to do with the player. Just interested to know.
1: Okay, you put me on the spot because I'm trying to think. I'm rattling them through my head right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably gonna miss some, and I'm gonna say, ah, that would have been great. But at the top of my head, Eduardo, because that fits in. That sounds Italian.
0: Eduardo, yeah. Eduardo Ed- from Camaranga,
1: obviously, and um, because I can't say Jude. Jude Patriarcha doesn't sound right. Kareem, no. maybe. Karim Patriarca, Jamal. Yeah. Like, No, I need something that ends in an O. Eduardo's the only one coming to my head. There's probably more, but um, I can't think of them.
0: Oh, Pe- is... Pedri's name is Pedro, isn't it?
1: <clears throat> See, I don't know. Pedri is one of the, sometimes Ped- the Spanish it's... players. They have big, long-ass names. I don't really know what's happening. Do I you have it's... an answer for this, by the way? you just throwing it at me. Um, Yusufu Patriarca. Yusufa.
0: Yeah, Pedro, Pedri's name is, is Pedro. Pedro Patriarca.
1: No, no, we're not double p in that. No, 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 no. We're we're going with Eduardo.
0: Eduardo. He didn't even make the
1: rookie cup, but I'm giving it to Eduardo.
0: I'll go for. Oh, I don't know what to go for. Uh, I'm going to go for Curtis. Curtis Flynn. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll tell you who I'm gonna go for. Uh, after Fabio Vieira, who we talked, I'm gonna go Fabio Flynn. See, that's shocking. Because people won't know. Is he saying Fabio (laughs) Flynn or is he saying Fabi and then an O and then an apostrophe Flynn? Oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. no, Fabio Flynn. That's a mad name. That's a sick (laughs) name. Like Fabio Patriarca is a show, but that's a sick sick name. That's a
0: great one. Fabio Patriarca.
1: You should go with Ryan for Ryan Gravenberge, Ryan Flynn or Curtis Flynn. Sorry, you're Irish. You have to accept that name.
0: What about Jude? Can I go Jude?
1: Jude Flynn, yeah, you can.
0: Maybe I'll go Jude then. Or Charles. You couldn't say it's Pedro. If you said Kettler. Pedro
1: Flynn, there will be a lot of questions being asked.
0: Well, who's the mother?
1: That's the first one.
0: Yeah. What about uh, Edward Mendy? Could I go Edward Flynn?
1: So we're both calling our kids a variation of Edward?
0: Oh, yeah, maybe not. Edward Flynn. Anthony. Yeah, Anto. yeah. Oh, God. Right, that's it. See you later.